Broadcasting from the Vegas Video Network Studios, just steps from the Las Vegas Strip, it's Awkward Silence 2.1. And now, our favorite host in this particular time spot, it's Brandon Gooch on. Hello, everyone. I'm Brandon Gooch on, and welcome to yet another thrilling, gripping edition of Awkward Silence 2.1 right here on the VegasVideoNetwork.com. Hey, I got a little thing for you. It's called an email. Awkward at VegasVideoNetwork.com. Awkward at VegasVideoNetwork.com. We also have a phone number. They still have those. 866-966-4599. 866-966-4599. Leave a voicemail at Michael over there, and we might play it. Maybe answer one of your stupid retarded questions. Oh, I just said oh, retarded. <laughs> And let's not forget, that's 10 push-ups for me, 10 push-ups. And we're playing a little game whenever I mess up and say a word I'm not supposed to say. 10 push-ups for me. And as you can tell, I never screw up. <laughs> and let's not forget about, you can catch replays of the show on the VegasVideoNetwork.com, Roku, iTunes, and YouTube. Woo! I think I just made up for last week's blunder in the first... 15 seconds of the show. So without any further ado, it's time for yet another gripping, thrilling cut to camera number two. All right, let's do the news. So on NBC's Fear Factor, two twins actually made the news because their episode got canceled because execs feared it was a little too much for audiences to handle because it featured the twins drinking a big glass of donkey semen. Anything to win, right, guys? Now, one of the twins actually said in a quote, she was upset that they cut the episode because she wanted to share this experience with her friends and family. Oh, really? I'm sure that's exactly what every parent was hoping to see. That's every father's dream, right? I mean, first you raise your little girl, you teach her how to walk, and then you walk her down the aisle, and the next thing you know, she's drinking a giant glass of jackass jizz on national television. Oh, they grow up so fast. And a 34-year-old tap-dancing teacher was recently arrested after her husband caught her sleeping with her 15-year-old tap-dancing student. Way to go, kiddo. Way to get in that teacher's vagina. Way to dance the old soft shoe, I like to say. If Sammy Davis Jr. were alive today, I swear to you, the candy man would give you his glass eye. Now, I got to tell you, if I were married and my cheating whore wife decided to cheat on me with a 15-year-old kid, I'd be upset, but I'd be a lot more happy if she cheated on him instead with somebody that's of age. Because if she cheats on me with somebody that's of age, what's going to happen to her? Nothing. She might still get the house. But a 15-year-old kid? Not only does she not get the house, I get the house, I get the kids, I get the dog, I get the car, I get the bank account, and what does she get? Yeah, that's right, she gets a 350-pound cellmate named Touche that's going to steal her fruit cocktail every afternoon. Call back to last week. And I got to tell you, the most thrilling, the most gripping, the most insane part of the whole story is the fact that this 15-year-old male tap-dancing student was actually into banging chicks. I mean, talk about your anomaly. So this Sunday, the Super Bowl takes place in Indianapolis, but that doesn't mean we don't party here in Vegas. And every Super Bowl Sunday, millions of people come to Sin City to place bets in all the sports books. And that's why we sent our very own Courtney Leone down to Bally Sportsbook to cover some of the betting action. Hey, Court, 
Hi, Peggy. Gooch, I'm down here outside of Bally's getting ready to place bets on the blah, blah, blahs versus the who gives a shits. You, you mean to tell me you don't know who's in the game? No, I know that there are Doritos ads, there are Bud Light commercials, and I miss the little frogs. Do they still do the Bud Bowl? You don't even care who's in the game? Nope. No. Mm -mm. No, not even a little bit. I care about two things. Uh, the halftime show with Madonna and the commercials. You know, judging by that t-shirt, I didn't know you were a material girl. Fuck you, this is lovely. And, um... <laughs> I'm not a material girl. I just wanted to see if she's going to do something risky to keep up with her reputation. I mean, come on, Gooch. Wouldn't you want to see a titty fly? Uh, maybe back in the day when Janet Jackson did it, I was a little turned on. She still had a great body, but Madonna, she's got old lady boobs now. And she spat out a couple of kids. And you know those kids were chewing on those nipples. Her nipples have to look like a Nyla bone. It's horrible. And I, I just hope to God they dial up the material girl. She needs to wear a lot more material on this stage. Old Nyla, Nyla Bone boobies, huh? Yeah, let's layer that bitch. <laughs> you gonna make any bets on it? Um, yeah, I am making a bet, actually. Three to one odds, I'm gonna be riding Tom Brady's job by the end of the night. You know, Courtney, I don't mean to knock you down a couple of pegs, but this is Tom Brady we're talking about here. I mean, the guy trips and falls inside supermodels on a daily basis. I think you'd have a better chance with Eli Manning. Oh, the QB for the Giants. Oh, the special needs guy. Um, no, not really my style, but I bet with that window-licking strength, he can really throw some good home runs. Courtney Leone, everyone. My prediction for the game, Giants, 40 love. We'll be back in just a little bit with our headliner, but for now, a station ID. Traditional media believes that after about three minutes, you'll tune out. Most Vegas media companies think if it doesn't jiggle, you won't tune in. At the Vegas Video Network, we think both are wrong. The Vegas Video Network is the first and only live online broadcast network that specializes in insider news and expert views about Vegas. We combine great storytelling with the ability to watch when and where you want on your computer, mobile device, or television. Discover the real Las Vegas. Visit VegasVideoNetwork.com. And now our headliner, born in Texas, wonderful man, Kier Polio. He'll be headlining down at the L.A. Comedy Club inside the Cabo Wabo, which is located inside the Planet Hollywood, tonight and Saturday. It's Sean helping everyone. Hey, hey it's, it's this guy right here. No, no, everybody sit at, down. Please. God. He's a big star. He wears lots of Axe Effect. Kind of hard to keep the ladies off. Axe? Axe effect. Why not, buddy? Right across. Well, of course. Bro. You got to do it like the chest. Yeah, I call it the Chewbacca because you wear it across this way. You know what I mean? That's what I like. <laughs> well, all right. See? By the way. Everybody should do that for now. Do it. I can't even do it. I can't do it. Like, whenever I do it, I just sound like Eli Manning. <laughs> you know, it's, it's just horrible, you know? I mean, let's face it. I mean, he does have a touch of the downs. I mean, the, the downy face. I mean, it's like Peyton's obviously the superior one. Archie, you saw him. He was running around like crazy. Eli could just throw the ball and have a guy catch it off his helmet. I mean, it's like everything's lucky for the guy. He's like Forrest Gump. Seriously, everything just falls right into place, you know? I think he's got a huge... Uh, he's got, he's front got row a of, parking. Yeah, he's you know? front row parking. has a huge share in Apple. That's what I'm just saying. Likes Dr. Pepper. I wanna, why, is he ever mic'd up? 
Eli, you know what? You never hear him speak. I mean, you never hear him speak, even on his it, commercials. That's, that's in his contract. Yeah. Don't let him speak. <laughs> exactly. He'll just be talking. He'll be doing a commercial for the watch, and it'll go to Eli, and he'll be like, Capri Sun. What? What are you talking about? You know? <laughs> they have to put, like, uh, the wrap over the microphones. This guy keeps drooling on our microphones. Exactly. Not a drool. But uh, who do you got in the Super Bowl, by the way? I know you're a big uh, Dallas Cowboys fan. They're, they're not in it? No. They're in it every year in my head. Okay, right. You yeah. play a lot of Madden is yeah. what I understand. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, don't, I, don't, I, just, I don't like any of them. No? No. You don't so, like No, uh, I'll probably put five bucks on Patriots or something. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking. Because of Brady banging models. Right. You know what I'm telling you? I'm see. I'm an Ohio State fan, and Brady went to Michigan. By law, I'm supposed to hate him. Right. But I, there is nobody on this planet that I want to be in my entire life than Tom Brady. I mean, for starters, look at that chin. I mean, it's just chiseled. And then second off, supermodels, millions of dollars, three Super Bowls. He was counted out. It was like he had the comeback story he, of the year. He is America. He really is. That's like when you want to be something. You know, you're not a doctor. You don't want to be a football player. You want to be Tom Brady. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Like, who wants to be like? Yeah, exactly. Can you name a doctor off the top of your head? And don't say Doogie Howser. Seuss. Yeah, is, <laughs> is, he still, is he still practicing? I don't know. That guy, he touched a lot of kids. Right, right here in the heart. Right, yeah, yeah, right heart. here. Not in the not, heart. Not in the God. area area, you know what I mean? Not the thing that pushed all of us to be comedians. But in this right here. But in the, in the heart area. Dr. But you know, but you watch a lot of football, though. I mean, it's like obviously you're a Dallas Cowboys fan. You know, I got to tell you, like one of the big negatives of a, of a Dallas Cowboys fan yeah. is everybody's rooting against you, though. It seems like. Yeah, because when you're America's team, right? And we have a hole in our stadium, so God can look down and watch us every weekend. Okay, I didn't think. <laughs> well, actually, could God <laughs> see through? Can he see through that giant uh, Titan Tron that's in the middle of it now? I mean, no, it, he, he doesn't like that. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, but, um, yeah, it's, I mean, it's hard. You know, when you're on top and, you know, uh, being a Cowboys fan, you know, you just end up, you have rivals, you know, Pitt, Pittsburgh Steelers and the Eagles, and then everybody I meet in L.A., they just, there's some connection why they hate me right. because I like the Cowboys. Exactly. Tom Landry raped my mom. You know, I mean, like, what did, she, what did I do? <laughs> he was dead before Every, I was born. He did that a lot. It's no big deal. Um, <laughs> No, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, I'll watch. Super Bowl's fun. You just get a lot of people at your house, know where to sit. Chicks going, are they, when's, when are they going to hit a home run? Yeah. You're like, okay. <laughs> so, yeah, it'll be fun. But you watch a lot of the games on every week, right? Yeah. Like, Hanging out with people, drinking beer. And right. You, you don't even know till Tuesday you're, that you're even awake. Just you know get who, so drunk. <laughs> you know who my favorite commentator is? I love Shannon Sharp, but not like Shannon no. Sharp now. Not Shannon Sharp now because he actually got his speaking down. Like when he was Dude, first, that was the best thing. Oh, when he was when he was right there because he's he's from the deep south. Like, you mean you know, Mushmouth? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Mushmouth from Fat Albert. <laughs> Because I swear to God, this will be him breaking down a game. He'll be like, uh, Brett Favre, sit back, throw the Antonio Freeman, touchdown. Like, what the hell did he just say? Like, I catch, like, every nervous. other word. I would get nervous every time. You know that, that when, they, when they have a half or whatever, and they go through the clips, and you hear him start, you're like, oh, 
man, this is going to be a long minute, dude. Well, that's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> because, I mean, well, because all the other guys had, like, they, they had experience. So it would go, like, you know, Dan Marino, he'd get it down. And then it'd go to Boomer Assize, and he'd get it down. And then it'd go to Shannon Sharp, and you'd just hear, like, hey, take that. Three, seven, blah, 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 hamburger, touchdown. You know, what the hell did he just say? You know? <laughs> yeah, but you, I, I like when Dan Marino would do it, because you could always hear him cry, like, oh, he's still playing. <laughs> really? Him? <laughs> I like Dan Marino too, because whenever he made, whenever they say something about, well, remember before Peyton Manning got the Super Bowl ring, um, like they would always compare Peyton Manning to Dan Marino, and it wasn't even like Dan. It's like, well, is he gonna end up like you, Dan? You fucking loser, huh? You know what do you think of that? You know, I mean, well, number thirteen, that's your jersey. Well, bad luck. You, you know, know what's sad too? It's like when they, so like if, when if you have Dan Marino has a stat, thirteen thousand, whatever, and then that next person. It reaches his stat mm-hmm. to break the record. It, they should, you know, it's almost like the record should be, you know, he's going to reach this record to where no one will remember you again. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's like so you're, you're erased from history. As soon as Dan Marino drops out, because that's the thing, like now more and more offenses, they're in the spread, so like quarterbacks are throwing the ball a lot more. Right. So that record's going to be broken by the time in the next, like, ten years, I swear, it's going to be broken by another, like, uh, eight or nine different quarterbacks. And yeah. then it's going to be Dan who. And nobody's going to give a shit about him. You know what I mean? Like, he's like, well, we remember you. Dan Reno? Uh, oh, the guy from Ace Ventura? Is that what you're talking about? You know? <laughs> so. Well, that's what's sad, like, being that good of a quarterback and never – and you're only judged on winning that one game at the very end of the season, mm-hmm. you know? But um, right. we only remember champions, right? Right, exactly. You remember Tony Dungy. <sighs> exactly. Dude, that guy is creepy. <laughs> Tony Dungy, have you seen his eyes? How big they get to- <laughs> He's the coach for the Colts and stuff. Right. Now he does a commentary on right. Sunday night. Oh my God! He always looks like there's someone, like there's a. He's talking to me, but there's a polar bear behind me, <laughs> and he won't tell me. He's like, ah, <laughs> that guy is creepy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he has longer pauses than Obama. You know, right. he's like. <laughs> Football. <laughs> He's like, come on, teleprompter and go. So uh, speaking of speaking of that, you know, we're just talking about more competition, the Republican national debate, which is just utterly hilarious. I laugh every single time. And my favorite thing is, is they always like they always try and push the, the abortion thing. You know what I mean? And then they'll talk about jobs. Don't we all, right? (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, guys. Exactly. Well, I'll pay for half. But, I mean, it goes, uh, but, like, they always, always, like, start talking about the abortion thing. And then they'll follow it up with jobs, like, right after that. So it's like, hey, you know what? We don't want abortions. It's so bad. No, you know, pro-life, pro-life, pro-life. But we got to create jobs. Well, I'm here to tell you, if abortions were illegal 20 years ago, we'd have a lot more jobs. So, I mean, it's like it ties in together. Let's build up this economy with some coat hangers. Well, aren't, aren't they- That was too far, too far, too far. Sorry, too far. Sorry, but but aren't, aren't they saying that we the, the job rate's at the lowest right now? It's like, yeah. But I, I just think that, like, with the media and stuff, you, you know, like, I don't think the economy's gone up and down, but it hadn't changed personally for me. Right. You know, so it's like I'm well, still broke as I was. Well, no. uh, well, well, we knew that. We knew that judging by your attire. Hey, this is, but I, I, <laughs> this is my dress-up wear. What this is, is real Converse. God, take a load of that. Hey, come on, I, come well, on the show. Marshalls have a sale. It, 
Target. Buddy. Thank you very much. <laughs> Marshalls. Come on. Look at these shoes. Look how dirty they are. Come You're on, wearing buddy. shoes? Yeah. <laughs> That's how I get to work, buddy. Like, oh. <laughs> these are my car. Right there. That's how I roll. So uh, you've actually got a lot of uh, fun stories. I mean, you started out, like I said, in Texas, and you toured all over the South. And you've, uh, you've done a couple of shows with guys like Doug Stanhope, which is yeah. always yeah. a delight. Well, it, well it's, it's cool when you start out in comedy and then you start working with these people that you're, like, huge fans of, you yeah. know. And then, um, like, uh, like I said, I went, uh, went and saw Andrew Dice Clay last night. And just, you know, seeing someone that you really looked up to. By the way, Ben on Awkward Silence 2.1. Throw that out there. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was like, uh, you know, I really looked up to Stanhope and stuff, and I, I got a chance. Oh, I, I went to uh, Shreveport, Louisiana. Mm -hmm. The Funny Bone, just like redneck heaven, you Name know. Dropper. Just, oh, yeah, that, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was in Shreveport. It was a Wednesday. <laughs> um, but it was funny because I went down there to work with a friend, and I was doing some jokes, and no one was laughing. It was just kind of like, you know, I guess edgy or, you know, just. You know what? Just saying what I wanted to say, and I was, you know, when you get to a point where the, you know the crowd's not gonna like it, so mm -hmm. you just do it for you. But I kept hearing this one guy in the back going, "Ah," you know, and he was laughing. I was like, that, "That's a weird guy." So uh, after the show, it was Stanhope, and um, it was Stanhope laughing at you. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. And uh, so I, I thought that was cool. So somehow happened. My friend couldn't work the week, and he's like, "Hey, do you want to stay and work the week?" And I'm like, "Yeah, this is awesome." You know, first road gig. You know, I'm just excited. And then uh, you so got paid a whopping fifty. Yeah, I was like, you know, I think I owed them money. Leaving, <laughs> you know? So um, we uh, did the week. And we we're hanging out, and it was funny because this lady, this girl, came up to us after the show, and uh, Stanhope had done Girls Gone Wild mm -hmm. for a lot, you know, a couple of years, I guess. And she goes, "I want one of them Girls Gone Wild T-shirts." And he goes, "Well, you know, I don't really. I mean, I do it. I don't really do it anymore. But um, the, you know, it's under contract that I have to see your vagina to get a T-shirt." Mm -hmm. And, he, and she's like, oh, man, are you serious? <laughs> like, she's thinking about this, you know? I like how it's like, oh, man. Like, you get a parking ticket or something like that. Oh, jeez. Like, all right. again? <laughs> so um, she's like, all right. So she, like, pulled down her pants, and we're both like, yeah, okay, that's nice, you know? And he goes, was it really nice? No, 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 no. <laughs> All right, it's okay. <laughs> like you're looking in the, the ass end of a dog or something. <laughs> <laughs> so we, uh, so we're, we're looking at her, you know, and she, like, pulls her pants. She's like, so do I get a T-shirt? And he goes, no, I'm sorry, all out T-shirts. She's like, oh, man, really? <laughs> so then um, he goes, but I do have a DVD, but for the DVD, you have to let us look at your butthole. <laughs> And again, she's like, oh, man, are you serious? <laughs> so then she, she's like, okay. So she bends down, pulls her pants down, like pulls her butt. She's like, can you see it? Can you see oh it? Oh, my God. And, and we like look. We're like, okay. You know, he goes, I'll go get the DVD. So he walks in the back, brings out a DVD, hands it to her. And she grabs it, turns around, looks at the bar and goes, hey, mom, I got one. Hey. <laughs> I was like, I love this town. <laughs> so oh, me and her man. mom went out for like a month. And, uh, and you know, it's good, you know, exactly. Bad breakup, bro. Right? Well, like, how, how's the love life now? Huh? Huh? Let's, uh, huh? What, man, that job market, <laughs> huh? 
Right? Right <laughs> That's on. That's good. I just think it's funny because like a lot of people think that, you know, when you're working in a band or if you're a comic or whatever, it's like, ah, just doing chicks and, you know, and I'm just like, I w after a show, I want to watch CNN and drink a beer and maybe like blow one out in a sock. Right. You know? Uh-huh. <laughs> just relax. Well, <laughs> like, it's funny because, you know, you're right. You do get that. Like, oh, man, I bet you got a lot of ass. Uh, I get a lot of it thrown at me and I try to avoid it at all costs. You know what I mean? You know, it's like... Because, I mean, look. And plus, being it, a plus-size model, it's right, hard. Right, of course, you know. You know? Well, you know, all you got to do is show There's your... There's chubby chasers out there, guys. Well, uh, <laughs> Sean Halpern's actually the centerfold for the Lane Bryant catalog. But, uh, <laughs> it, but it's funny because it's not like rock star ass. Like, you see these guys, all you got to do is play, like, bass player, you know. Like Michael Anthony, for, all he did for, for Van Halen for running with the devil was boom, boom, boom. Boom. And then Playboy ass throwing at there, just getting, you know, and he's just loving it. You know, meanwhile, I'm like, hmm, how do I really, how can I talk about a woman's butthole in Shreveport? You know, I mean, what kind of girls are going to throw it at me this way? It's and just, like, we're in a coffee shop, you know, alone with a notebook going, oh, one day. <laughs> one day I can get Dane Cook runoff. <laughs> you know, that's, that's one thing, too, I wanted to talk about, too, is like, uh, you know Dane. You you've hung out with him a couple of times, right? Yeah. Just what do you think of all this negative? I I, I kind of get turned off by it because I mean it's yeah. like the, it's like look the guys like for example for these those of you who don't know like if the guy goes up at a comedy store or a, or the, the Laugh Factory and tries out brand new material, you know everyone's like oh he bombed it was so horrible and then it makes news and it's and then the blogs get shut out it's all over Facebook. And it's like the guy's trying out brand new jokes that he's never tried before, and these people are just yeah. ripping him apart. Well, that's, but you go, like, he goes there, that's his house. Mm -hmm. You know, he goes there to practice, you go there to, you know, uh, it's like, you know, a band rehearsing somewhere, you know? And a lot of people hate on uh, Dane Cook and Larry the Cable Guy and stuff, but it's like, they got there. Mm -hmm. And you have to, you know, I think being young, you know, or, you might be a, like a young comic going and not really understanding what it takes to get where they're at. Mm -hmm. And you kind of crap on them because it's easy, you know? Right. But it's like the the stuff that they had to go through to get where they're at, it's mm -hmm. like, man. It's like, you know, when it, like you got you got to watch what you wish for, mm -hmm. you know, because it's like fame can, fame's a bitch. Right, I believe that. <laughs> I don't but know what would yet. you if you but, ever uh, became famous? You know what I mean? Like, isn't that, it's like, I wouldn't, like but I'm it. afraid of fame, but we're all trying to work towards it. But right. I don't want to get, I don't want to be like unbelievable famous. You know what I mean? It's where I can't go right. into a Chili's and enjoy a nice Southwestern chicken egg roll. You know what I mean? Like, I want to, I want to do those types of things. And somebody was like, oh, you could get it to carry out. But like, oh, so I could be a prisoner in my own house? What the fuck is wrong with you? You know? And then. Yeah, but um, just, uh, well, just like on the Dane thing, I think that, um, you know, him being able to go and, like, I've, I've seen him work out stuff, you know, but, but to judge him on new stuff, yeah. it's kind of... It's, it's totally unfair. Yeah, but then you've got comic, uh, other comics, like, blogging about it. Yeah. Like, you're reporting that news. Yeah, it's that's your crappy. job, so you can dump on another comic. Yeah. yeah. But, um, and then, you know, I've, in, LA, in L.A., for me, it's almost like a, like a comedy college, you know, because you get to see these guys go up in front of 12 people and 10 people and, like... Uh, like, I've seen Chris Rock before uh, come up, and he'll sit on a stool and, like, go through his BlackBerry. And then the next night he'll come through, and he'll have it all written out, and he'll just kind of stand there or whatever. But by the third night, he's 
pacing up and down like the Chris Rock, like mm -hmm. ba 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 killing it, you know? Mm -hmm. So, but to be able to be a young comic and watch them mm -hmm. go from like the, the formulas they use and just their stage presence and how they go about preparing, preparing materials, just like, it's, it gets no better, you know? Right. And like watching Chappelle, you know, for two hours with 10 people in there, I mean, dude, that guy could read a menu and I'm dying, mm -hmm. yeah. you know, so. But I just think with Dane, though, it's, um, where, where is he going to go try new stuff? Mm -hmm. In his house? Right. You know, right. at the, he's Part got of his mirror. Yeah, because, you know, what's funny is you can, you can watch what he's doing now. And I think it, more, too, he's getting a lot of, like, when you're that, that happy guy and you're talking about your friends, once you go, like, really personal, it, it's hard to make funny out of, you know, relationships Real life, and yeah. death and mm -hmm. stuff like that. But, I, you know, if people watch him, and you know they see where it was, and then they see it on TV. They're gonna go, oh, okay, okay, I get yeah, it. now I see. You it. know, we got a chat question. What's up, Scott? And yeah, Nate asks, uh, has opening or has Sean ever opened for a famous comedian and been disappointed after meeting him or her? <laughs> uh, his name was Gooch. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> famous! I forgot. Yeah. Oh, Scott, you comedian. Scott, you. <laughs> Boss. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think that um, there's been a couple times where I've, it's very rare, you know, it's like, it sucks be, when you go to LA and you, you meet somebody, and it could just happen in any life, you know, I want to meet this person, and you turn around and like, that guy's kind of a dick, you know, yeah. but um, it hasn't, it's happened a couple times, but then it's just like, there's so many other cool, great guys out there that are like, that you look up to, like the Louis C.K.'s, the Bill Burr's, mm -hmm. the that are really uh, like cool ass dudes mm. that will, you know, kill it on stage and go, hey, let's go have a beer. You know, so it's, there's been only a couple times that it's happened, but yeah. Do you, can you name names? I don't really want to What do they rhyme names. with? Do they rhyme with Rarit Rob? <laughs> <laughs> I've never met Carrot Top. No, you know, actually, he's a super nice guy. That I just thought that jacked. would be the funniest thing. Why oh, my he, God. Like, why is how, he like that? Are you kidding how me? How heavy are those props? What? You know, like, <laughs> <it's> like, <laughs> ah, barbecue! Ah! Ah! <laughs> he's so angry. <laughs> what if you go to his act and it's just dumbbell? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and it just shows uh, two Eli Mannings and he's just like dumbbell! <laughs> Too great. Sorry, Eli, if you're watching. I know you are. But, uh, it's, uh, but I remember I, uh, I met him one time. And uh, he was uh, just a super cool guy, but we were at, uh, we were at this, uh, this, old, this uh, open mic, and he actually came in and watched mm -hmm. me and stuff. And I remember I was making fun of him because I said something. I go, I Carrot Top, I make 40 grand a year. You pull that kind of cash, Carrot Top? And he's, you know, just like making, you know, obviously the guy pulls hundreds of thousands in a month. But, yeah. uh, he's like, I made it now. <laughs> and now. And now. And now. And I think I'm going to bang your mom to prove a point and cue her up. You know, but, uh, but the thing is, though, is the funniest thing about it was is after I get off stage, mm -hmm. this other comic, you know, he pulls me over and he's like, good stuff or whatever. And I was like, wow, Carrot Top, that was funny. That was so cool. But then, uh, so I go back to my chair, and he's still in a booth, but we could still see each other. It's still like a direct line of sight, and I'm Wait, studying it. Well, yeah, I'm studying his veins and his muscles and stuff. <laughs> uh, but uh, this guy goes up on stage and starts doing prop comedy, right? And I swear to God, Carrot Top looks over at me. He goes, Phew. <laughs> 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 Yeah, but how nerve-wracking would it have been to know 
that you're a prop comic, and then well, you're uh, going up in front of the king yeah. of all prop comics. Well, what if like what if you're a magic act? You know how like sometimes I'll mix mix magic with comedy, you know, mm -hmm. and and then you know David Copperfield walks in, he'd be like you know shuffling his cards all nervous. <laughs> and, but it, I mean that's like when you go up. Uh, I guess it's kind of the same thing if you go up in there, you know, like great you know great comics that you look up to on a bill. You know, it's kind of like like I I, I had to follow. I had to follow Dice one night. I had to follow Carlos Mencia. I had like so if you can kind of hold your water being a young comic, you know, it's kind of like oh, it's it's a, like right, an ego right, boost. Yeah, like you know, right. I, I'm you know, and that's I'm what it's all about. Water, it's all about know. getting. It's all about building. It, you don't want to have an ego, but you have to have one in order to get up on stage and tell these jokes. So we're getting ready to wrap up the show. Sean Helpin, SeanHelpin.com, SeanHelpin.com, SeanHelpin.com. Uh, but he, before we leave, we like to play a little game with the guests. It's called Three Under 30. It's where we ask you three questions. You have to answer them in under 30 seconds. Can you handle ah, it? So bad on Stroke testing. your beard. Stroke your beard. <laughs> Look smart. Yes. And evil. All right. Yeah. Good pose. <laughs> I'm the most uninteresting man in the world. <laughs> All right. You ready to go, Scott? We got the timer. Under 30 yes. seconds? Three questions under 36 seconds. Okay. You ready? And go. Who are the four founding members of KISS? Uh, Paul Stanley, Peter Chris, Ace Fraley, Gene Simmons. Yeah, all right. Hey, <laughs> who holds the NFL record for most receiving touchdowns? Uh, Rice. Randy Shannon. Moss. Oh. Randy Moss. God. He's a cowboy, right? <laughs> no, no. All right. Hey. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> okay, he's still on the road. We'll let him get with it. All right, because Jerry Rice is amazing. All right, finish the song lyric. Every rose has its thorn, just like. I sing that song every time in the shower, no, too. No, it's beep, beep, whoop, whoop, while you all in my ear talking a whole bunch of shit I ain't trying to do. <laughs> touche! 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 <laughs> Greatest comedian in the world, touche. Sean Halpin, he'll be headlining down at the L.A. Comedy Club inside the Cabo Wabo, which is located inside the Planet Hollywood tonight and tomorrow. Hilarious guy. Just saw him go up in front of a crowd of 15 people last night and murdered. He's hilarious. Follow me on Twitter. Yeah, exactly. Big Follow Twitter. him on Twitter. Uh, at Sean Halpin. Yeah. And don't forget SeanHalpin.com. And if you want to, let's just say you tuned in and caught the last two minutes of this show, don't worry about a buckaroo. We got you covered. You can catch replays of this very show on YouTube iTunes, VegasVideoNetwork.com, and don't forget about Roku. <laughs> we, uh, use the back of the knuckles. <laughs> I feel like that's what they you do to David Letterman whenever there's like a monkey or something. You're just like, ah, bang. My name is Gooch. We won't be here next Friday, but the following Friday we're going to have Hal Sparks on the show. VegasVideoNetwork.com. Thank you for checking out Awkward Silence 2.1. <laughs> We'll see you guys next time. Bye-bye.